Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Forgotten Events. This is your host, Katie. I am so excited to bring you this story. Anytime I think about old Hollywood and successful actresses, I think of Lana Turner. She is by far one of my favorites, and I am thrilled to bring you this story. Lana Turner, born Julia Jean Turner in 1921, ruled as one of Hollywood's box office queens for more than 20 years and remained active in her works until 1985. She was also the queen of style. Turner was recognized for her collection of vintage clothing. Her collection included over 500 hats. I am such a hat person. Well, I should say I'm a hat hoarder. Turner has been featured in works by photographers, bloggers, editors, and loved by fashionistas. Her big screen presentations include Madame X, The Postman Always Rings Twice, Another Place, Another Time, Imitation of Life, and let us not forget Peyton Place. Hope Lang was in that one, and she is another one of my favorites. I could go on and on and on. I have seen them all. Turner lived an onstage life that many would and did envy. She was beautiful, and she was stylish. She received a Lifetime Achievement Award in September of 1994 at the San Sebastian International Film Festival in Spain. Turner's real life, in other words, her offstage life, was well, for lack of another word, let's, let's just say trampy. And we'll get into that as the story progresses. Lana's father, a miner that moved to Idaho with his young wife after meeting her in Oklahoma, was murdered in San Francisco after winning a craps game. He was also a successful dry-cleaning business owner. Her mother, after divorcing her father when Lana was six years old, worked 80 hours a week as a beautician to help support her daughter. The family had moved to San Francisco just before they divorced. Lana found herself staying with friends a lot, and that wasn't always in her best interest. Turner was discovered while purchasing a soda at the Top Hat Malt Shop in Beverly Hills. She was 15 years old. Obviously, she grew into quite a star. As a matter of fact, it was immediate. 
She also loved to hang out with men of ill repute and would eventually go on to marry seven times. These weren't always good guys. She was married to men like Artie Shaw, Lex Barker, Robert Eaton, the list goes on. She did have one child with ex-husband Steve Crane. One of her marriages to actor Lex Barker ended in 1957 after she accused him of molesting her daughter, Cheryl Crane. Later, she would begin a torrid and tumultuous affair with Johnny Stompanato. Stampanato was suspected of having mob ties. At first, Turner was unaware of his past. Once she realized who she was involved with, she had a change of heart. But it was too late for her to change her mind. When she tried to break it off with Stampanato, he grew violent. And on the night of April 4th, 1958, Stompanato and Turner engaged in another ferocious argument at her Beverly Hills home. It was reported to have been so violent that 14-year-old Cheryl, fearing for her mother's life, ran for a knife and stabbed Stompanato to death. So much had happened with Stompanato prior to this sad ending. They fought and made up constantly. He was even asked to leave London after showing up at a shoot she had with Sean Connery. Stompanato showed up to the set with a gun, and after a scuffle, Connery was able to get it from his hand. This was just one of those sensational scenes the two had. Once the news was out about the killing of Stompanato, the papers loved the story, and the coroner's inquest turned out to be one of the most sensational legal hearings Hollywood has ever seen. Better than a movie. Turner would tell her story on the stand, and it would be spellbinding. I walked toward the bedroom door. He was right behind me. And I opened it, and my daughter came in. I swear it was so fast, I truthfully thought she had hit him in the stomach. I never saw a blade, Turner testified. A supporter of Stompanato's blurted out in the courtroom that it was Lana who wielded the knife. But the coroner declared the whole thing a justifiable homicide. And Turner's career flourished from that point on. Today, her daughter, a real estate broker, model, and author, is 77 years old and lives with her wife, Joyce Leroy. For the majority of her life, Turner was a heavy drinker and cigarette smoker. During her time with MGM, photographs that showed Lana holding a cigarette had to be airbrushed at the studio's request to conceal her smoking. 
although she stopped drinking in the late 1960s, she was unable to quit smoking. In 1992, she was diagnosed with throat cancer. In a press release, she stated that the cancer had been detected early and had not damaged her vocal cords. On May 13, 1992, she underwent exploratory surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Center to remove the cancer. But the cancer had metastasized to her jaw and lungs. At the urging of her daughter, Turner underwent radiation therapy and in February 1993 announced that she was in full remission. But like it is for a lot of people, despite treatment, the cancer returned in July of 1994. And on June 29, 1995, Turner died at the age of 74 of complications from the cancer. Her daughter was by her side. According to Cheryl, Turner's death was a total shock. Turner had appeared to be in better health and had recently completed seven weeks of radiation therapy. Turner's remains were cremated and scattered in Oahu, Hawaii. Cheryl and her wife, Joyce Leroy, inherited some of Turner's personal effects and $50,000 in Turner's will. Her estate was estimated in court documents to be worth $1.7 million. Turner had left the majority of her estate to her maid, Carmen Lopez Cruz, who had been her constant companion for 45 years and her caregiver during her final illness. However, Cheryl challenged the will, and Cruz said that the majority of the estate was consumed by probate costs, legal fees, and medical expenses. It really never ends well for the ones that deserve the most, and in my humble opinion, Carmen Lopez Cruz deserved much more. Join us soon for another Forgotten Events episode. And don't forget, we welcome your thoughts for other stories you would like to hear. You can email us at ForgottenEventsPodcast at gmail.com.